Hey, this is Todd Kessler on Radio One. Left his job in the city to go his own way. Put everything on hold, even family. It's 7.08, and you're listening to Alex on Radio 1 Chicago. And joining me today is rising folk rock star and storyteller Todd Kessler. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. It's always a treat when uh, artists come in and play acoustically. I personally love it, so I appreciate you bringing your guitar. Oh, my pleasure. (laughs) Uh, Well, welcome. Have you been on Radio 1 Chicago before? Uh, It's been a few years. Okay. But yes. Long time ago. Long time ago. All right. Cool. Well, welcome back. Thank you. Um, So just a little intro uh, of yourself. Uh, So how long have you uh, been a musician? I have been, I mean, I've been playing music since I was a kid, um, but I've been a professional musician since 2006, seven. I graduated graduated in 2005 (laughs) and 
I guess my, f- I guess make okay, two thousand five. I guess my first paying gig was right, right around then. Two thousand five. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, were you always a solo artist, or did you kind of come from bands? Uh, you know, in high school I had a band, and um, and in college I kind of tried to start a couple. Never really got anything off the ground, and then so I really focused on just being a solo artist. Yeah. Um, however, through you know coming up in the in the scene, I did eventually you know have a band that backed me up, and eventually. Um, that band grew and we kind of solidified and then so we were for a while I was Todd Kessler and the New Folk so that was my band the New Folk um, and then circumstances being what they are mm-hmm. I'm back to being a solo artist though I do have a band still one of one of them was the original New Folk so it's not like totally different but yeah. um, most of the band has changed uh, in the last couple of years but I do have my drummer who's been my longtime drummer for about 10 years Okay, yeah. cool, nice. Um, and were, are you originally from uh, the uh, city? I grew up in Northbrook. Northbrook, um, okay. So mm-hmm. close. Close by, close enough, <laughs> yeah. right? <laughs> Did you metro into the city then for no. shows or oh, anything like um, that? When I, uh, no, I should have. <laughs> you look at like you missed an opportunity. <laughs> I know. What was like, I thinking? Why didn't I do that? Oh my God, I guess I just drove. <laughs> that would have been so much smarter take the train <laughs> yeah yeah i feel like a lot of people from the from the suburbs are always like i come and just take the train well now the i live right off the train in okay. deerfield where i live yeah and so i will take the train down for shows sometimes and it's a delight <laughs> <laughs> it's always so it's convenient isn't it for sure <laughs> uh so how was growing up in uh in northbrook um so then with, did you catch a lot of shows up there or not really no i mean I mean, in high school, my band played a few times, but there wasn't really, um, there wasn't really like a scene for us to, to go out to shows. At least not like the music that I was into. You know, I wasn't in that kind of group that would, you know, go down to the Fireside Bowl or whatever. Um, wasn't doing. I wasn't like an underground punk rock kid, so like I didn't necessarily have that, <laughs> that <laughs> place to go. Um, I did sing a lot, you know, I was in a cappella group and like, so I found ways to be musical, Mm -hmm. Um, but I didn't start playing shows until uh, my band, we played a few times, you know, at like high school functions and things like that, but that was really it. Okay, so you you say you you know you grew up um, with, you know with acapella, so you were always pretty musically inclined then. Yeah, oh for sure. So I you know I started singing at a young age, picked up guitar when I was twelve, and just you know started writing songs pretty like r- immediately. Um, and I started recording music pretty soon after that. You know, playing around with you know four track recorders and making tapes in my karaoke machine <laughs> to date myself. Yeah, and um, <laughs> and a kid, a guy I went to high school at a studio. He built a recording studio in his basement. So I started experimenting with the recording studio pretty early on. Yeah. Yeah. It's very DIY. It's, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, very. <laughs> and I feel like that's so, it's so popular now yeah. um, to just kind of, you know, record and, right. you know, even do it on your phone kind of right. thing. Which and, we did not have then. Yeah. But, uh, you know, but when we were doing it, it was, it wasn't, I mean, we didn't call it DIY because we were just like high school kids and it was just, it wasn't, it was, it was the only way. It wasn't like a way. It was the way. It was so, the way to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how do you feel about like that term now where a lot of musicians kind of call themselves like, you know, like DIY? Um, I mean, I think a, a big it's a very important aspect of the industry of being an artist, I think, is you have to do a lot of things yourself, especially at the beginning. Like no one's going to 
do things for you. Um, granted, there are those cases where, you know, someone gets discovered at a young age and then all this, you know, all those things are done for them starting, starting out. Um, but you know, if, you know, like, like people like me, like if you wanted to go out and do it, well, you had to just do it. So Mm -hmm. it's super, I think it's super important for every musician or artist to have that in their blood a little bit. And if you're not willing to like do the nitty gritty and the do it yourself part of doing it yourself, if you're not willing to do that, then like,